Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of the Frisco Report. What's going on, Mike? What's up, Joe? What is up? Cowboys, baby. It's all about the Cowboys right now. So, you know, what a year, Mike. What a year. Here we are. The final week. We're still in contention. And, uh, you know, what What can we say, man? I mean, I don't think any of us saw, you know, this going from two and whatever all the way to here we are still in contention, Mike. So, I mean, what is just your overall thought as to here we are in week 17 with a possibility of getting into the playoffs? How do you feel about this thing? You know, it's uh, it's crazy. And this is why you, you don't hop on the bandwagon of Team Tank. You know, you, you got you got to believe uh, in Mike McCarthy and the and the upper staff. I mean, it's hard to believe in them just because the, you know their free agency moves and a lot of things been sketchy and things of that sort. But you just can't be Team Tank um, because you never know how it's going to play out. And then when they let's say they win a let, let's say Washington loses, Cowboys win, and they get a playoff game, and they and they're the hot hand, right? Their their momentum, and let's say they win a playoff game. Then what does Team Tank say? You know what I'm saying? So that's why you got to ride or die. You know, the DC4L just isn't a hashtag. It's a it's a lifestyle, and you got to back the star. You got to back the blue, no matter what. And uh, and that's just what it is. But that's that's my overall thought. But and it just goes to show you how sorry for the past at least what ten years this division has been. Um, you know, there really hasn't been a lot of double-digit wins uh, in, in the NFC East to win that thing. You know, I, I can't remember a last time, maybe 2014, when the division was locked up in Week 15. Um, usually, the NFC East is always down to the wire. But if you're going to tweet DC4L, you got to live by it. You can't be Tim Tank here because you don't know what could happen. Well said. Well said, bro. Yeah, that's what it is, man. And – uh you know, that's why we do this show. You know, we're diehard. That's why everybody watching is diehard. You know, you you just want to see this team win. At the end of the day, you know, it was team tank for a little bit, you know, because it looked pretty grim, you know. But uh, these guys, you know, you got to give credit to the coaches. You know, um, some people don't like the coaches, but, you know, you got to give uh, hats off to some of these, some of these guys, man, because to be in it, you know, so – with that, with that out the way, we're going to talk about a few uh, topics here. Obviously, we're, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, Kellen Moore. We're going to talk about Mike Nolan. We're going to talk about the the way the team is playing right now. And we're going to talk about – and we're going to end it with uh, some drafting, some top draftings for the Cowboys. And, and we'll take questions and comments along the way. All right, guys. So, um, Mike, first off. Latest news, it looks like Zach Martin is not going to be available for Week 17. Jerry Jones came out 105-3, the fan, and said that he doesn't expect him to be there for Week 17. So we're looking at probably this is the stretch here for uh, Terrence Steele again. So, you know, Terrence Steele, I think you have seen some progression. He does have some gaffes here and there. But, Mike, what what is your thought here on, on not having Zach Martin here for this final game and – do you feel confident that Terrence Steele can, you know, uh, live up to the task here, you know, to meet meet the challenge here against a pretty feisty, you know, Giants defensive line? What's your thoughts on that, Mike? 
You, you, I get it. Zach Martin's an all-pro, Joe, and everybody watching. First of all, shout-out to A. Lavelle there. Uh, big thanks. Uh, God bless you, brother, and happy new year to you and yours. Um, but um, but you, you don't want to throw an all-pro like Zach Martin in there and have a career-altering injury, right? I mean, this guy still has, heck, seven more years in, in the tank. Um, God willing, right? So mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where it's okay. Dude, dude, pants still. Um, he, you know, he's been <laughs> he he he's been living up. You know, he he's fought a lot of adversity. Um, as an undrafted free agent to go in there play right tackle, it's going to be ugly at first, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, <sighs> you know, you, you want to preserve as much as you can. As Zach Martin, don't rush anything. Um, but I, I think Terrence Steele can can get the job done when it matters um, because it, it's not like he's having a good game and then he's declining. He's building and building and building. Um, and that's what you want to see out of an undrafted right tackle playing in the National Football League, right? Um, yeah. So, you know, being hard on him at first, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was meant for it. But, you know, he it's put up or shut up. And he's putting up, so we're shutting up. Yeah. We're going to dovetail this conversation, and let's get right into it. Um, you know, it looks like the there's, the offer has been made to Kellen Moore. So right now, you know, everything is kind of – they're not really giving the, vo- the full details on, on the situation or whatever. But it looks like, you know, uh, Kellen Moore will be heading to Boise State. We don't know when this official announcement will come out, but we know that the offer has been made. So – the uh, the situation there, Mike, you have Kellen Moore, you know, you, people love and hate him. Some people hated him, and now they love him. <laughs> so what is your take on Kellen Moore? What does he mean to the team right now? Will they miss him if he does, in fact, officially move on from the Cowboys, Mike? Not really. Um, I, I think you can get better there at the offensive coordinator position. And hear me out. The Dallas Cowboys right now in the red zone is 52% right now in the red zone. Green Bay is leading at 78, Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, 74, Seattle, 74, Cleveland Browns, 74%. Cowboys are sitting here at 29th in, in red zone scoring. Andy Dalton, he, he, he showed you he can sling this ball. Um, he, you know, he can make plays. And uh, don't, don't give me the injury crap. You know, the, the the last year, Kellen Moore's first year calling the play, the Cowboys were 57th, 8-8, eight and eight, 50, 57% in uh, red zone scoring. That's not going to get jobs done in the NFL. You can't rely on field goal kickers. Kellen Moore relies on field goal kickers. Uh, third down conversion rate, Joe, mm-hmm. the Dallas Cowboys are 17th at 40.9%. Last year, there were 47%. You want to get in the 50% right now. Buffalo is 50%. Um, last year, there were 37%. So, huge turnaround for Buffalo. And, uh, the Buffalo Bills converting on, you know, third downs. Dallas Cowboys, they got to start reaching that 50% mark. It's they, They've done it. In 2014, they were 67% in third down. So, you talk about Scott Linehan being able to 
get those third down conversions. The only time Scott Linehan wasn't in the top 10 of the National Football League in third down conversion was 2015, and we all know that story. Kellen Moore has not been in the top 10 at all. It's time for a change at offensive coordinator. It's not getting it done. We need an offensive coordinator that's going to utilize Joe. Let me, let, me, let me emphasize this. Utilize TP and Zeke. Don't talk about it. Be about it. We got to figure out route. You got the best route runner out there in Amari Cooper. CeeDee Lamb is learning to run these dang routes, and he's crisp at it. Michael Gallup, a lot better at running routes than he was his rookie year. Utilize this route tree. Utilize picking up these third downs with these running backs, Joe, and get the tight ends involved. Get the freaking tight ends involved. Yes, Dalton Schultz having a heck of a year, but look at all the attention that Amari and all the tight ends can be more glorified if you have a better threat. We we, we got to get better offensive coordinator. The offense has been mediocre. We got to be able to score in the red zone. If you want to be a complete team, you got to score in the red zone and you got to convert those third downs to keep your defense off the field. Yeah, good take there, Mike. You know, every, obviously, they're going to have two sides of, of this. You know, some people, like I said, love them. Some people are quite not really on board with them. Guys, let me know. Let us know in the comments. Do you want to keep Kellen Moore or are you okay with him moving on? Let us know. Are you guys okay letting Kellen Moore move on or do you want to keep him? Do you want Jerry Jones to up the ante, give him more money, and keep him here? Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the chat box. How do you feel about Kellen Moore? Uh, I'll give you my quick take. Uh, you know, they can be ranked number one in offense and this kind of thing, but like you said, the red zone, you got to punch it in. You you need the points. You know, the field goal wards, it, it doesn't it doesn't work. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just the way the league is, you know. You, there is success there, you know, and um, with success, you know, these guys, they move on. So we'll see when the official announcement comes out. But, uh, you know, I, I feel fully confident that Mike McCarthy and his guys, they'll keep it going. Um, as far as who might take over when Kellen Moore, if he does, in fact, move on, it, you know, you got to look at the in-house guys first. And Mike McCarthy, we've all known that that he likes familiarity. That's why he brought in a lot of guys that he's familiar with from Mike, Mike Nolan to all these guys. So you have to think that it could be either him making the play calls or a combination of him and, uh, you know, Joe Philbin. Joe Philbin was his coordinator, you know, during the Super Bowl run. So you have to think that uh, he might be atop the list. And then you also have Doug Nussmeyer, and uh, some other guys here that they might consider, Mike. But, you know, that's where we're at. What would be your preference as far as what do they do with offensive coordinator in 2021? Oh, well, I'm going to tell you, I think Dak Prescott's going to have a big say in this, especially if they extend him or, you know, get, get him a good deal. Um, Dak's going to want something he's very familiar with. And, uh, you know, it, it, it maybe Mike McCarthy takes over play calling. Um, for a couple of years and see how that goes. But Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy's got to sit down if they sign Dak Prescott. Now, I, I you know, this is going to get pretty interesting. What, what if Kellen Moore leaves and Dak wants to leave too? You know, there's a mm -hmm. lot of things that come in place with just picking an office coordinator. And uh, But it's going to be pretty interesting to see, uh, you know, what plays out. But I, I, I don't want to just throw off. It's too early. Let, 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 let's finish this Giants game, Joe. <clears throat> and uh, – and then if we have an off-season next show, then we'll talk about it. But right now, let's play with these Giants. 
Let's play these Giants and let's let's beat them up, man. I, you know, I, I loved how we beat up the Eagles. I want to see them do this again. You know, with three in a row, and basically the west the rest of the way, you have to go undefeated, right, Mike? You got to win this game. You got to keep winning if you you know get into the playoffs. So at this point, if you want to make this miraculous run, the Cinderella story, you have to go undefeated the rest of the way, right, Mike? So mm-hmm. it all starts with the New York Giants and and that kind of thing. So a good matchup coming up, Mike, and um, it's going to be a challenge for the Cowboys. But in your estimation, how do you see this thing ending for the Cowboys? Do you see the Giants beating us, the Cowboys winning? Do you think the Eagles are going to lay down and let the the Redskins into the, the playoffs? Let, let me know. What's your thoughts on how it's going to end here for the Cowboys week 17? Absolutely. And before I give that take, Joe, let's get – Guys in the what's watching right now, we got 50 viewers. Let's get to 25 likes. Smash that like button if you haven't already. Let's get to 25. Let's get to 25 here, guys. I know y'all can do it. Let's get to 25. But uh, Cowboys going to win this game against the Giants, no question about it. Andy Dalton, he's hot right now. And uh, the, the offense is clicking, moving down the field. The Dallas Cowboys scored on five straight possessions, Joe. That's great football right there, led by Andy Dalton. The defense, Joe, out of what the last three games, getting 12 takeaways. That's yeah. good football right there. They're, they're, they're making turnovers, offenses getting the ball back and scoring points. That's what, well, sometimes a lot of field goals in, in the way there, but that's good football. That's, that's a recipe to beat these Giants and to get that momentum into the playoffs if the Washington Redskins lose that football game. If Alex Smith plays, it's going to be pretty competitive. But mm-hmm. I really think we bearish Jalen Hurts. Who knows? Jalen Hurts could come out looking like Joe Montana against these the, 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 this defense here. You know, um, he, he's a young guy. You know, they're not just going to hand him that starting role next year. Maybe, maybe who, who's their coach? What's his name? Doug Peterson is in this guy's ear. Hey, you got to light up these Redskins, dude, because next year, you know, I'm not just going to hand you the, the, the keys to this car here. So, I think the Cowboys beat the Giants, and I think the Eagles could save the day for us and send us to the playoffs. Yeah, guys, let us know. How do you think this ends for the Cowboys? I'm interested to know. Let us know in the chat box. Let us know in the comments. How do you feel this is going to end for the Cowboys? Are they going to get into the playoffs, yes or no? Um, You know, do they beat the Giants? Do the Eagles beat the Redskins? Let us know in the comments in the chat box how you feel. This is gonna go uh, for me. If if Alex Smith if Alex Smith plays, you know the chances of them go, winning will go up exponentially. The other guys that have on there are not good, you know. So uh, let's hope that Alex Smith doesn't play. You know, um, I, I almost have a feeling they're gonna roll him out there on on one bad leg. You know, I think that's a, that's how desperate this team is. You know what I mean? They cut Dwayne Haskins, so that tells you right off the bat Alex Smith is playing. Oh, yeah, that, that that conversation had to be had. You know, they probably said, hey, Alex, we're going to make this move. Are you going to be able to go, you know, or some somewhere along that line? Uh, but, yeah, Dwayne Haskins, super bust, man, right there with Jamarcus Russell level type of bust. But, mm. you know, um, that's what happens with, with those guys, you know. But Ron Rivera, you know, he puts together a pretty good team. We'll see if they can – win one more for him there's there's gonna be a lot on the table for a lot of these teams in, in week 17 so uh 
a lot of storylines here. You know, you could see them, you know, wanting to win the game for the coach that's recovered from, you know, uh, the cancer and that kind of thing. So, you know, uh, we'll see who puts it on the line on Sunday. I, I hate that they flexed out that game. I wanted it to stay where both both matchups were going on at, at 12 noon central time. But, you know, NFL, the ratings, that kind of thing, they, they flexed the Redskins to prime time. So we're going to have to wait and see how this thing unfolds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I hope all this flexing and Cowboys losing their spot to the freaking Browns. I, I hope this builds some type of frustration to go be aggressive in this offseason. Yeah, they're going to have to be. They're going to have to be. The important thing for me in this game, you got to keep the, the turnovers going. It seems like the, the, the winning streak that we had, the games were kind of close until the turnovers started coming into play. And then the Cowboys in each of those games were able to pull away. They have to keep the, the turnovers coming. They have to. If they don't get the turnovers with the Giants, it's probably going to be a closer game than it needs to be. You know, I, I just don't believe in Daniel Jones. He turns the ball over too much. That being said, you know, um, I like our chances to get some interceptions in this game, whether it's Trayvon or Cheeto or or Donovan Wilson, the enforcer. I love that guy. I love the way he plays. The tenacity he brings to the field is something that, that this defense has been missing for quite a while, Mike. What What is your thoughts on Donovan Wilson's impact on the defense? It's huge. It's huge. And if Anthony Brown – didn't get that pick. Donovan Wilson was right behind him. Go, go snag that thing out of the air. So um, I, I just love the turnover culture. The Dallas Cowboys got tw- 21 turnovers just in 2020. As bad as that defense, historically bad as that defense has been, they haven't came close to this many turnovers since 2014, Joe. That's impressive numbers. Sure, some of the balls bounced out of players' hands, you know, the butt fumbles and this and that, you know, <laughs> from, from from other players from the opposing teams, but they still yeah. get that stat line. And I, Mike McCarthy's turnover ratio was outstanding. I think it was one of the best in, in the NFL. And he gets to, to Dallas, and it's one of the worst. And now they're turning this thing around, Joe. Will it be a little too late? I don't know, but that's great momentum to lead in to next year. Donovan Wilson's first year starting, getting turnovers. Anthony Brown signed a, uh, a long-term deal, what, a three, th- three four-year deal uh, this, this past offseason, getting turnovers, right? If we can get our linebackers on board and getting some turnovers, you got – you and, and, and Trayvon Diggs, a rookie, getting turnovers, Joe. If we can get these linebackers to get some turnovers and our corners and our back ends getting some turnovers, this defense, they, they might be bend, don't break – but they will take the ball away. Yeah, they 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 have to. They have to, and they just have to do this the rest of the way. That this team is, is cannot keep uh, teams in striking range. You know, they they have to give the short field to this offense. I mean, um, it it makes a big difference. You know, it's a momentum shifting play when you force a turnover, uh, a strip sack. I mean, Randy Gregory, guys. Let's let's talk about Randy Gregory here for a second. Three. Forced fumbles. It's the most since I think they said David Irving in like 20. What was it? The Green Bay Packer game. 2016. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's been a while. I mean, that's too long. That, that's ridiculous. That's that's too long of a drop. But, man, Randy Gregory has been an impact player for the defense. He's got the speed, the athleticism, the bend. And uh, he had a lot of snaps in this game. You know, I saw him out there. 
took some deep breaths, but he came back again and kept bringing the pressure. I, I love what I saw out of Randy Gregory, Mike. What, what do you think about Randy Gregory's impact on this defense? Heck of a story. You know, chance after chance after chance in the National Football League. You haven't heard his name in the media. Um, you know, he, he's applying himself on the field. He's actually representing that number 94, Charles Haley, DeMarcus Ware, that he's wearing that number and using that number also perfect. You know, it's I'm going to say that it's about time, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, the opportunity um, and finally the kind of, you know, loosened up some of these rules for some of these, you know, uh, substance issues or whatever. But, you know, um, it is it is a great story, Mike. And and where he's come from to where he's at now, you know, the Joneses believed in him. They gave him another extension. So he's sticking around. You know, uh, the 2015 draft class, I want to say he's the last one standing. You know, Byron Jones is gone. Uh, Randy Gregory is still here and producing at a high level. So uh, it's not always how it starts. It's sometimes, it's you know, how it ends and how do you finish the story. And for me, I, I love what I see out of Randy Gregory and, the contribution he's making to this team. He's playing smarter. You know what I mean? I think the other seasons where he would come in, he would have some boneheaded penalties and, you know, uh, that would extend the drives. You haven't seen that much. You haven't seen those types of issues nearly as much. I don't even know if you have, you know, to be honest. So Randy Gregory is turning it around, playing smarter, playing faster. I love it, Mike. I love it. Yeah. And I want to go to a clip that they showed in the game against these Eagles where it was 14 to three and Sean Lee is talking to this defense. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is Sean Lee's last year as a cowboy. Everybody knows it. We need that some type of leader like Sean Lee. They, 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 they gave up three points after that, after that Sean Lee speech. I don't know what he told them, yes. but yes. The, the, the leader, uh, the, the quote unquote leader, Demarcus Lawrence is just sitting there with a deer in a headlight, look looking at Sean Lee, like, oh, oh, we're supposed to be playing, you know. I, I hate that he's the highest paid defensive player on this football team, but we're gonna miss Sean Lee. We're gonna miss that veteran leadership. Some player has to step up, and I'm hoping that it's Randy Gregory. No, I, you know, I totally agree. And you know, as, as we're watching this game, Mike, I think that was the turning point of this entire game was. You know, the, the, the commentators mentioned it. You know, they're looking at – look at Sean Lee. has the, the defensive guys huddled up, and he's telling them you know, whatever the heck he was telling them. You know, I, I hopefully they'll release some behind-the-scenes behind footage because that turned it around. That turned around whatever the hell he said. The teammates bought into it. They showed up, and it, it was lights out the rest of the way. But before that, it kind of looked kind of scary. 14-3, getting beat on the deep pass, no pressure get run on that speech, Mike. That's the reason why I hope they find a way to keep Sean Lee on this team as some sort of assistant, whatever it is, you know, if, if he can stay on here as a quality assurance, defensive assistant or linebacker coach or something like that, I want him here, this guy. And then you see the press conference. Amazing. You know, this guy lives and breathes Cowboys football. defense football, old school throwback. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's great. We we need a leader, though. We we need somebody to step up, man. And I don't know if it's it's a generate because I think Sean Lee's the oldest guy on the defense. 
I don't know if, if it's a generation thing. I don't, I don't know exactly what it could be, but we got to get a grown man here on this defense. I think it is a generational thing because, I mean, not only that, you see J.J. Watt come out here and, and, and oh basically my God, yes. call out his player. That's another throwback. That's, you don't see as many of these throwback players out there, but the passion is there, and they just want to win. You know what I mean? And I think Sean Lee just has that pedigree. Guys, let us know in the comments, in the chat box, how how do you feel about Sean Lee, his role for the Cowboys moving forward? Do you want him to stick around in some sort of capacity? Obviously, I I, I really don't see him playing another season, Mike, but I don't either. Um, I think keeping him around the building in some capacity, guys, let me know in the chat box. Do you want Sean Lee around here to, to keep these guys going moving forward? Let us guys know. Yeah, that, that, that J.J. Watt speech, though. Recognizing the fans, mm-hmm. you know, Cowboys been sucky for 25 years <laughs> and and we, we, we've been sucking longer than the Texans ever existed. And for him to have that, no. you know, that 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 vibe to, you know, say we need to do this for the fans. Some Cowboy players need to peep game this and, 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 and make a copy, a, a car, a carbon copy blueprint to that mentality and bring it into this locker room. Cause God damn, when Sean Lee leaves it's done. Yeah. And it's hard to find these guys, man. It, it's, it's almost hard to find um, that type of player that can play and back it up. You know, you can have players that can give good speeches and this and that, but if they can't play, you know um, it's no use. So it'll be interesting to see Sean Lee's career arc. I think it's heading towards coaching. Hopefully it'll be here with Dallas uh, great comments, guys. Keep them coming. I, I see them here. Um, got, a, got a lot of good stuff out of here. Uh, Sean Lee's the next head coach out there. Big Mike. Big uh, shout out to the viewers. We went from 16 likes to 35. Appreciate it, guys. Yes, Let's sir. The- keep, yeah, keep those coming, man. You know how we say here, pound that like button, baby. Pound that like button. Like your ex, like your, like your, like your girlfriend. Yes, indeed, indeed. You know how some of you guys do all-nighter marathons? Hit that like button, baby. Hit that like button. Man, great stuff, great stuff. Um, So I saw a comment here. Let me see if I can highlight it again. One second here, guys. It's something that we can definitely talk about. Uh, Where did it go? Let me see if I can find it here real quick, guys. Bear with me. Okay, I can't find it now, but let's dovetail into this. You know, we're talking about defense, Sean Lee, the leader. Uh, Mike Nolan, Mike, is he safe? Guys, let us know while we talk about this. Is Mike Nolan safe, you know, from what you've seen the last three games? Mike, is Mike Nolan safe, or do they still need to consider moving on from him? They need to to evaluate that position. They need to evaluate why it took so long for the players to adapt and adjust to his scheme. is there a coaching issue there? Um, you know, why was there such a big gap to start this football year off when you, you had Tristan Hill playing at a high level, he got hurt, right? You got Lavelle Gallimore there playing, playing good ball, but why did it take so long for all 11 guys to adjust to this defense? Um, and start turning balls over and getting picks and, and doing certain things. If they evaluate it and they identify the gap, keep Mike Nolan. Keep Mike Nolan. If they identify it and it's a culture issue, you can't 
you can't put band-aids on culture. You got to go find somebody that can teach right one-on-one, get the thing and don't have that slow start. I get it. Virtual, virtual meetings and, and all this stuff with COVID other teams had it too. Look at all the teams that turn it around. Miami Dolphins being number one of them, Cleveland Browns being another who, who they, you know, pulled a Cleveland Brown on a Cleveland Brown choking the other day, but it's still, it's still a big turnaround though. Yeah. And, uh, other teams adjusted. We got to adjust too. As a Dallas Cowboy organization, they have to adjust. So they need to evaluate. Mike McCarthy needs to be a head coach, evaluate that situation, why it took so long for the players to adapt. If there's a minimal reason, keep them. If there's a huge reason, you got to get them out of there. Yeah. Great comments here, guys, on, on Mike Nolan and Lavelle. What you have in Sean Lee is something you can't teach and something mm-hmm. you can't coach, and that is heart and pride and fear of failure. No running to the owner for pick-me-up. Work hard, study, puts in the work. I think that's the greatest summary. I mean, great, great comment there, Lavelle. I, I agree. I mean, that's what you get with Sean Lee. Sean, Sean Lee said it best about five years ago. His dad set him down, and he said, if you're going to play football, this before he went to Penn State, You're going to have that last name, Lee, on the back of your jersey, and you better represent Lee to the best of your ability. All right? Great story. If you haven't heard that commentary from Sean Lee, you definitely got to go listen to it. But that's why A. Lavelle is saying what he's saying, because Sean Lee's worth ethic from that dad's pep speech many moons ago is why Sean Lee is who he is today. Yeah, and if you guys missed his press conference, I think it was like earlier in the week or last week, he goes into saying that uh, he's addicted to the linebacker position. (laughs) He's addicted to football, and sometimes his body hasn't, you know, uh, lived up, and he's he's, uh, acknowledged that. He always acknowledges that, but, uh, you know, it's that – that fight that you need, you, you need these kinds of players on defense, man. And I think that, uh, keep them around Mike Nolan guys. A lot of people are ready to say Sayonara to Mike Nolan. Does anybody want to keep him? Let us know in the chat box. We can highlight you. If you think so need to let Mike Nolan go and give it to the general. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how, how this progresses. I don't know if you can, immediately make him the defensive coordinator. I think you got to get his feet wet in some capacity. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we have seen Jerry Jones' thumbprint on uh, the coaching staff. I mean, it is. It is. I, I, I have no doubt that Jerry Jones, you know, talked about Kellen Moore with Mike McCarthy and said, hey, you know, would you consider keeping him here to keep everything going and this and that? And I feel that uh, – he might have this kind of influence as far as Sean Lee, you know, moving into coaching. I think that, uh, that you know, it's just somebody that you want to keep around the organization, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's testament to what Sean Lee is for the star. True icon. Indeed. Indeed. A lot, of, a lot of no's here from Mike Nolan, no matter what. one. Okay, we got one here. One more true year for Nolan Muggs Maxwell. Okay. We do have another one here from T757. Keep them. Uh, Jim Foss, the uh, special teams coach. This is this is actually a good one, too. I have a feeling, too. Mike, you know, how much better has the special teams been under Fossil? Is it uh, any better? Is it worse? Is it the same? Can we do better from a coaching perspective there? 
if I'm just going off last year, it's night and day better. Um, sure, we're not blocking punts and we're not blocking punts and uh, you know blocking field goals. Tyron, I think Tyron Crawford has the only blocked field goal, but we're putting the offense in good field position consistently. And the Dallas Cowboys before before Bones Fossil, that wasn't done since Dwayne Harris left. All right, it's we we got the trick. They, they're using players on Bones Fossil's using players. Like um, like Wilson, who played quarterback, there's some trickery there. Um, you know, I think Joe brought this up behind the scenes last week that the punter that we have now used to play rugby. Was it rugby? Yeah. And he might be able to throw some things around or, you know, pick up a block or something, you know, just from that rugby background. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really think day and night, Joe – from last year's special teams to this year's special teams, dude, it's it's it. Sure, we we failed on a bunch of things, but I'm I'm all for taking chances, especially when you're 32nd. But I just love TP's getting it, um, CD Lamb's getting it, Cedric Wilson's getting it. You know, it it, it ain't you know bumble effing this this thing around and having Cole Beasley back there just fair catching it. You know what I'm saying? Having yeah. having Lance Norm back there <laughs> fair catching it. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that we're utilizing this special teams unit, and it's paying off. It really is. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to. I agree with you, Mike. I think it's 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 definitely better than what it was. Um, could it be better? Yeah, it definitely could be better. But you know, um, I do like some of the the risks they have taken. You know, obviously it didn't work out here and there, but I feel that uh, I feel like we're gonna have another sneak play here eventually with. Uh, Noswinder, I think this dude is he's a big a punter. I think this guy can actually keep the ball and run it <laughs> if he wanted to. I mean, rugby is no joke, man. That's a very physical game. So we'll see, man. We'll see what they do there. We have uh some trick plays have hurt us more this season than have that have helped us. Yeah, yeah, that's can't argue against that. Uh, but not making excuses though, but these players weren't used to a guy like Bones Fossil, right? They just heard the name and seen a couple of highlight tapes. You know, it's time for, you know, these guys to get used to that. Be prepared, number one. And, you know, they've done some stupid thing. What was it, like fourth and seven or something? And, and they did yeah. some stupid stuff. You yeah. know, be smart about it. Utilize that Swiss Army knife. Um, I, you know, last week against the Eagles, they had C.D. Lamb and Cedric Wilson back there, and they didn't do nothing stupid. But it, if you can throw off the other special teams unit, I, I, last year against us, I think it was against the Patriots, all they did was shift one guy. Jason Garrett panicked and called timeout. Remember that against those against the Patriots? You got to <laughs> yeah. use the special teams at, at, as a Swiss Army knife. You know, don't take it don't take it for granted because it worked a couple of times and do stupid boneheaded moves like fourth and seven. But special teams is a big difference in football nowadays. Indeed, yeah, it, it definitely is. Since you got to win in all phases of the game, and in these victories, they've done that. And we got to give a shout out to Reggie Robinson the second. He's been making his appearance here the last couple of weeks and. Just about forced a fumble, you know, and then the punt return. If, if only, who was it? Was it Goodwin or who was it? That yeah, Goodwin. He didn't stay in bounds. Didn't stay in, but that could have been a major play. And so I, I like what I see out of Reggie Robinson. And I, I already saw him, you know, um, on the edge here trying to rush the, the field goals because, you know, he blocked a couple there at Tulsa. That's kind of his bag. 
Um, that's his expertise on special teams. So I like seeing him on special teams, and I think it's going to bode well for the Cowboys moving forward. And, um, and it's good to see Reggie Robinson on the field. If we can only get Bradley and I in here, maybe uh, we can – you know, see a little pop from him as well. But good to see Reggie Robinson on the field making plays. You know, you see him on the field actually making, you know, some big plays for us on a special team. So I do like that. I do like that very much. Big shout out to 41. Big shout out to 41, guys. Keep those likes coming. Hit like. Make sure you guys hit the bell notification as well to get notified whenever we go live here at the Frisco Report in the channel in general. Five more likes. We got five more likes. We're at 50, guys. Let's make it happen. Pound it. Pound it. Pound it. Pound it like there's no tomorrow. Pound it like the end of the world is about to happen. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, man. Great conversation, everybody. We love the topic. We love everybody's uh, commentary in here. We're trying to highlight as many as we can. If you have any questions or comments, definitely keep them coming, and we'll keep highlighting the ones that we can here. 50 likes it is, Joe. 51 now. Thank you, awesome. guys. Really appreciate it. Awesome, guys. Awesome. We do appreciate you very much. Now, Mike, um, as far as, you know, the end of the season, you know, hopefully we're able to keep the season going. You know, we we, we definitely want to keep this going. You know, you're, you're, you're at the stage of the season where it's uh, – you have an opportunity to get in the tournament. You know, Bill Parcells always said, just get in the tournament. Let's see what happens. So – um, I'm 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 all for this, man. I'm pumped. I can't stand the the Giants. I want to punch Jason Garrett's offense in the in the mouth and just dominate them. I want to dominate Jason Garrett's offense, guys. What about you guys? Uh, you you want that? Obviously, I, I, is he back from COVID yet? Has it been two weeks? Yeah, he was he was coordinating the, the last game. Yeah, he oh, was, was he? Okay. Yeah. Um, no. If this defense, I, 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 Jason Garrett's choked in a lot of these moments as a head coach, um, as an offensive coordinator, he might call an okay game. They really don't have a running game there to help him out. Um, yeah. And like you said, not a big believer in Daniel Jones. Hell, I you might see Colt McCoy go in there in the second half, depending on how bad things go for them. But uh, I, I, I'm not. I'm not thinking that the Giants are really going to – and don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not taking them lightly at all. I, I, I just think the Cowboys have the momentum. Yeah, and that, that is a huge thing. At this time of the year, this is when you want to get hot. You don't want to flounder around like, like the Steelers are kind of doing. You know, like, they look like they're going the wrong way. I know they were able to pull out the win, but, man, they're, they're not playing hot right now. You want, you want to be the team that nobody wants to face in the playoffs. Cowboys – you know, I know they we didn't start good, but man, you, the way they're playing right now for all phases of the game, you know, you you got to feel confident in this game that they're going to show up. You know what I mean? So, whatever McCarthy has to do, you know, whether it's another, you know, session of smashing watermelons or whatever it is that they're doing, um, keep it going. Whatever you, these guys are doing, it, it's uh, it's working. So. I do. I do think that uh, that we will win this game, man. I, I, I'm not confident that they'll be able to protect Daniel Jones. Uh, they're, they're doing some goofy things on their offensive line. They do a rotation with Hernandez and, and Lemieux. Um, it, it's weird. I don't know what the hell they're doing there. I, I commented during the – because I was watching the game before the Cowboys, and it was like, these guys, they miss Colombo. That offensive line looks crappy, dude. I mean, it looks like crap, dude. I – 
Um, I'm I'm chomping at the bit, man. I'm chomping because I want to see what Randy Gregory is going to do to these guys. To be honest, I think he's going to have another good game. They got young tackles on the outside. Hell, I and Tank Lawrence for for whatever reason plays really well against these Giants. So yeah. um, look for look for ninety four and look for number nine to go out there and, and play solid. Uh, the wide receivers, the, the the New York Giants lead the NFL in drops, and they have the fewest pass attempts in the NFL. So um, we, we got to take advantage of this offense. Dallas Cowboys fan, 1980 in the house. Hit up my boy. Does he need great coverage of the Cowboys? Mike Nolan's cover two red defense has a lot of holes in it. It's only good in red zone. That's why Anthony Brown got the interception. Not aggressive enough, though. He needs to go. So Dallas Cowboys fan, 1980, not a fan of Mike Nolan. And, um, yeah, it's hard, hard to argue against that. You know, he's done, <laughs> done some – some goofy things here and there. But, uh, uh, I don't know if it's not aggressive. I, I like the aggressiveness up because he does blitz, except Jalen's running like he got cinder blocks on both feet and between his legs. Yeah. And it, when he blitzes and, and you leave the middle wide open and, and Jalen Smith, who I thought was, you know, going to be really good for that role. If he don't get home, a lot of these linebackers don't get home. It's useless. But when mm. they blitz and it does work, which has had worked a couple of times, they're just not consistent at it. I, I, I like the aggressive nature of it. I think Jordan Lewis has a couple of sacks off, you know, slot blitzes and things of that sort. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but I, I, I don't know if I agree with the toughness of it, but you know, the, the cover two, um, you know, it has ate us up a lot. April showers, our linebacker unit is not good. How do we fix it? I, and it kind of dovetails into this conversation, April. I the thing, I, the thing about Jen Smith, they're not utilizing him how they said they would. They're not really using him off the edge in a three-four blitz or anything like that. He's not sideline to sideline. Jalen, he still has mm-hmm. a little bit of that hitch. You see it when he's running; it's almost like he has to skip to run. And uh, he's he doing high kicks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean sometimes High knees. Will, yeah, it's it, you can see it. You know, I mean it, it, it's a great story, but you know you um, you need that linebacker that that can make that 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 chase down and stop them for a minimal. Uh, we're seeing Jalen Smith, you know, tackle from behind too often, uh, chasing mm-hmm. people. I bad angles, him. even bad, against Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it, yeah. So they they gotta they gotta address that. You know. Um, and Lane Vandresh, he's he seems to be getting a little bit dinged up too much. Um, so I, I think linebacker, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes within the first three rounds. To be honest, <laughs> he might be out of reach if, if we keep this going. Michael will be out of reach, but, but there are other good linebackers that we can definitely take a look at. Great question, we, April. Appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, great question. Thank you, April. Let's see what else we got in the chat box, guys. Do appreciate everybody that's joined us live around the world, everybody. Do appreciate everybody that has tuned in tonight. Hit like if you haven't already. Make sure you guys hit that bell for the notification so you get the notification when we come on here. Jared O'Dell dropped a linebacker early. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's let's see who's there. Let's see who's there. Yeah, guys. Great conversation indeed. Um Draft needs, Mike. I think we can close it out with the draft needs. Um, if the season were to end today, you know, you, you you close your eyes and you think about the weaknesses of this team. What is 
what are the top drafting? I, I know some people say, oh, everything, everything. No. What is, what are the top draftings? If you had two or three top draftings that this team needs right now, what's the position? You don't have to give the, a player name, but what is a position they need to really yeah. consider? Well, a lot of people say defensive tackle, but you got to for, people forget that Tristan Hill got hurt and he was playing at a high level. So if I'm going to bank that Tristan Hill comes back and, you know, still plays with that momentum and you got Neville Gallimore, you're not going to draft a defensive tackle in the first three rounds, maybe fourth or fifth. I get that. Uh, right now, your linebacker core, all these guys, Sean Lee, Joe Thomas, um, uh, Justin March, all these guys are on one-year deals. You got to hit up linebacker. Then, then you got Jordan Lewis, and you got uh, Cheeto Bayouzier, Xavier Woods on their last years with the Cowboys. They might keep one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, pick it. You know, throw three in a hat and draw one. Um, I don't know which yeah. one it would be. So you got to take care of that position too, uh, that cornerback position. So right now it's linebacker and corner for me. Linebacker and corner. There, yeah, it's uh, definitely. Um, yeah, top needs. I, I like that. Guys, let us know what are your top draft needs. You know, if you had one or two, maybe three, what are your top draft needs for the Cowboys right now? Mike, I like yours. Uh, I think mine right now, looking at this team, where where do we need to fortify? I'm thinking, uh, uh, you know, the like you said, you know, who are they going to bring back? Do they get – are they able to bring Cheeto on an f- affordable deal? Maybe Jordan Lewis? Jordan Lewis, I think, is an interesting one because they've kind of used him in a in a different kind of way here the last two weeks. So we've seen him come out from the safety position. That dog is coming back. Yeah, it's coming back. So you know, I I, I might I think I'm slowly getting back on board on the Jordan Lewis train. But uh, yeah, you know, if, if they let a lot of these guys walk, it's secondary it has to be at the top for me. Safety. I think as as the the top there, I think you're good with Donovan Wilson. Who's going to play next to him? I don't want to bring in another ha-ha Clinton Diggs. I don't want the name notoriety (laughs) because we've seen it happen before. you know. And you're going to see it this offseason. You're going to see people say, Geno Atkins, he's going to be available. Why is he going to be available? He's a backup right now for the Bengals. He's washed. washed. And he's old. And he's old. He's been in the league for a while. He's he's not. Yeah, so you're going to see name recognition. Don't bite on it. We need a give draft. me Harris from the Vikings, dude. Give give me some of the Viking safeties, dude. Give me some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now we're cooking with grease, baby. I, <laughs> one or two of those guys might be available. I, I wouldn't. I would love that. I really would love that. Harrison Smith is good. Um, defensive tackle guys, I think, is another area that they need to consider. You know, because we're still getting kind of washed here with the linebacker. But, man, linebacker is, is another one. So, I think it's defense. You know what I mean? I, I know some people want to say best player available and this and that. You you got to look at that as, you know, need slash best player available. You know what I mean? So, for me, you got to fix this defense. It's, it still needs a lot of help. The, the offense, you know, you may want to protect yourself at tackle. But I think they've done a good job you know, getting these young tackles playing time, I think it's going to bode well for them moving forward. I, I don't think you're going to have to worry about, oh, uh, we got we to gotta pick up a veteran free agent to being our, our swing tackle. We don't have to go after, you know, the, the Cam Flemings of the world. The uh, Who else have we had there at tackle? You know, just a bunch of guys that just aren't that good, right? I, I, think, I think you're okay now at swing tackle with Brandon Knight and Terrence Steele. Terrence Steele. Yeah, that, that 
Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. That, it's going to be a fun draft, guys, and you keep it here with us. We're going to definitely hit the draft hard and heavy here with the Frisco Report. Uh, we're going to keep it going in the offseason here, and we're going to break down mock drafts and all kinds of stuff, man. So it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Lots of good comments here, guys. We do appreciate it. Keep them coming. I thought we had can, a, can we get to – can I get three more likes on the button? If I don't get likes, I get fired. So let's get three more likes on the button. <laughs> oh, here we go, Lamont. Sorry, bro. I almost missed you. If Dallas makes it in, do you think we have a shot to beat Tampa? I think we could. History says we'd be favored, plus we've never beat Brady. So, yeah, let, let's 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 play with this question here a little bit, Mike. It, uh, you know, if if we get in. In uh, is is that is that who we would play Tampa? I haven't looked at the. Uh, I haven't looked at schedule. it either. But uh, you know, if you have to play Tampa, that's going to be a, a hell of a game. You know, they they have a a pretty good offense, obviously. Um, you know, their their wide receivers are are tough. I think you can do some things against that defense. So I'm not quite sold on their defense, Mike. But uh, Brady in the playoffs, pretty dangerous, but. You know, how, how do you feel about that? Uh, I'm checking the seeds right now. Um, so Cowboys will be four. We would not play um, the Bucks. We would play the Rams if we we're in the playoffs right now. Mm. Um, but um, I'm not scared of Tom Brady. I, if you hit him up, he'll start crying to the refs, get frustrated. <laughs> But but you know you gotta you gotta keep the pedal to the metal on Brady because you know he can get frustrated and, and destroy you with the with that arm. Yeah. Um. So you got you got to stay on him. I mean, look what the New York Giants did in both of the Super Bowls against Brady in his prime. Um. You know they they disrupted him the whole game. I, I feel like if you can do that and not let up the gas, um, I think you could beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it'll be a, it'll be a good game. Whoever we play. Um, I think the Rams, they, I think they still have to win to get in, don't they? Because you got uh, the Seahawks, they clinched. And I think I think it's going to come down to either the Cardinals or the Rams, right? Rams hold the number six seed right now, and they yeah. play the Cardinals. Yeah, so that might be the winner of that game. Might be who we end up playing, I'm guessing. I could be wrong, but uh, that would be a great revenge game for us because the Cardinals, they put it to us. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and um, I would love nothing better than to, than to to beat up Kyle Murray. He he kind of annoys me, dude. Like I I like the way he plays, but he does a lot of crying after plays. He does a lot of rolling the eyes, sighing. Like, come on, man. I <laughs> you know what I mean? That's one thing yeah. I don't like about Kyle Murray, man. And and that being said, body language. Body, he's got bad. He's got bad body language. That's the one thing I don't like about Kyle Murray. And and and. And the fact that he does that makes me think that you can get in his head. You know, you can rattle this guy because the emo- he, he's very emotional, very emotional. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens, guys. Let's see how this game goes with the Giants, and let's hope that uh, the Eagles can uh, put up a fight, you know, and, and help us out. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? We'll see what happens, guys. We do appreciate all you guys joining us tonight. Uh, hit like on the – the video here, if you haven't already, please hit like on your way out if you haven't already. And, um, yeah, that's another great show, guys. And a lot of great comments in the chat box in the comments. Mike, where can they find you if they haven't already, brother? Joe has it right there. 
underscore Cowboys Corner right there on Twitter, guys. Give me a follow. I follow back. And if you want to communicate, slide in my DMs. Let's have that conversation. Um, and I'm right here, Cowboys Corner, right on YouTube. If you can't find it, Joe has the FriscoReport.com, guys. Go check it out. If you want to see all the draft classes, who was drafted last year, are they still on this team, et cetera, guys, the FriscoReport.com has your back. But I appreciate everybody watching. This is the last show of 2020. Joe, first of all, I want to say thank you. I hope you had a Merry Christmas with, with you and your family. And uh, I wish you were nothing but a prosperous new year. And everybody in the comments, I hope 2021 is your year. Absolutely, guys. Absolutely. Well said, Mike. Uh, Mario, I I'll, I'll think about that. <laughs> I'll think about the stream. It's not really something that I do. I, I might come. I might hop on, you know, at, at the end of the game if – if we if we get there. oh he's talking about the draft he's talking about the draft oh the draft yeah Mario for sure bro for sure I, I will stream during the live night, stream bro. the whole first round the Frisco report yeah I'm down <laughs> I'm down Mario great question sorry I misread that but yeah man that that is definitely something that will be on the table man we'll definitely consider that happy new year to everybody uh, you know we can't do this without you guys you know um, you guys give us a lot of uh, great comments a lot of discussion to keep the conversation going so shout out to all you guys prosper <laughs> all right in 2021 let's everybody stay safe so we can see all you guys in 2021 again so everybody stay safe and everybody take care of themselves all right but that's it from the frisco report we will catch you for the next one guys peace